the Living Geek. I'm your host, Kenneth. I'm Kurt. And we are Retrofecta. What's up, everyone? We're back for this month's Retrofecta. I'm Kenneth. And I'm Kurt. And we're here to talk about Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins. It is its second Game Boy outing and actually looks like a Mario game. I kind of enjoyed that. It does. <laughs> First one was it, a little questionable. It, it was Mario, but not much. Yeah. This one was much more noticeable. Yeah. Which is funny. identify it, him. Like, and... Yeah. Same screen size, same like graphics ability. Just the, the amount of oomph that they were able to square. You know, I guess a Game Boy is right at the end of its life cycle, so you get that whole development thing to play with, but... They just squeeze so much more in here. Yeah, there's just more happening. So let's. Well, I wonder if it's. I'm trying. I can't remember exactly from the first Super Mario Land or first Mario Land. But was the size like was it, were we zoomed in further so that it was bigger? I feel like we were. Like I remember Mario little... being a lot bigger in the first one. Yeah, I don't know. The graphics are weird. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess right out of the gate, what'd you think, Kurt? I thought it was very themed and very pretty to look at. Uh, the music wasn't necessarily very grabby, mm-hmm. and even play style, it, it didn't seem very challenging. Like, yes, it was platforming, it was Mario, but, I mean, a lot of it, I just sort of mind, mindlessly just sort of, like, jump, jump, Yeah, jump. it. There were a couple things, a couple, like, mechanism, gameplay mechanisms I enjoyed, but overall, I was like, yeah, it's kind of a Mario game, I guess. It seemed weirdly easy to me, and, like, you know, I, I want to pat myself on the back and be like, oh, yeah, you know. so good at things. Yeah, like, we've been playing all these games for Retrofecta, like, I've really gotten my groove down, but just... It I don't know it was it was a weirdly easy game. Yeah, I'd like to, but no, I don't think that's right. yeah. Like I I think I I try not to save scum that much anyway. But even discounting that, I think I only died two or three times total in this, and that's that's unusual for me. Yeah, usually, usually there's a lot more death. Yeah, <laughs> I just when I died, it wasn't necessarily it was just something I just didn't see or wasn't expecting. It mm. wasn't like a difficult part of like maneuvering around. Yeah. Although I did notice the gravity was off, which bothered me again. It, it was a bit it's floaty floating. Yeah. Although the interesting thing also that I don't think they've done in any other Mario game was if you hold up while jumping, you just jump further. And that, that took me a while to realize what was happening. So I was just like, okay, why why am I jumping further sometimes? And other times I can't even make it like onto that block. What, yeah. what is going on here? Because I mean, usually there's something related to like running speed like if you jump from a dead stop you don't jump as high mm-hmm. but yeah though the holding up you jump like you feel a little more floaty and then uh they did bring the uh the spinny jump from super mario land yeah which I also didn't... i didn't realize until like no, the way no. through the game when i randomly did it and was like oh hey look at that yeah so but yeah it, so you can see how it's sort of like building on some other things but just straight gameplay wise it mm. yeah it was okay it was well, I did really enjoy the theming of it was spectacular. They, Six they different had, levels, and they yeah. did more. I think because last time they they had you know one or two that looked noticeably different. This one, like the entire level design, was built around it. I mean, they go into like the the mat, the giant Mario one, and there's gears you can jump on, mm-hmm. and then the gears spin to like drop you down. And the some of the the platforms are back that sort of floating in midair, and they fall, but sometimes they go up. Yeah, yeah. I I had thought I hadn't played this game before because, you know, I didn't own a Game Boy growing up. I, I just played on my cousins. And so I didn't think I'd actually ever played this one. But then I got to the, the level with all the gears and just the entire thing immediately snapped back into my head. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I've, I've been here. This is cool. The end. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was a very short did, thought did you, process. Did you find $5 afterwards? I, I did. And then I never wore pants again. Well, that's a win. I, yeah. Yeah. It's was, it was pretty great. <laughs> Made it hard to store the $5, but, you know, here yeah, we are. Yeah, you know. So... Um. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, Mario Land Two 
takes place immediately after Mario Land, you know, while he's off in, was it Sarasaland? Yeah. Uh, fighting, I always want to call him Tanuki, but I know that's not right. King Tauntaun? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, they, they did try to do a little more story in this one. Yeah, yeah. Like, apparently that was fun. Mario takes over his yeah. castle while he's away. I didn't so. realize that this is where Wario came from. Yeah, yeah. Um, who was it? Uh, Hiroji Kiyotake's brainchild, basically. And then that dude's been on board with every game that's involved Wario since then. Like, even, I guess if Wario shows up at all, they just bring him in or like, okay, this is the game's structure. Design us Wario for this game. And like, that's, you know, that's a pretty yeah, good right. job right there. I dig that. And really, I was looking at his uh, game list and that's all he's done. <laughs> So, Aww. yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's still a a goodly amount of games, but kind of kind of weird. He's just the Wario specialist. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Story story's a bit light it, as it's, per it's course fun. for Mario. Yeah, I mean, but... usual thing. Like bad thing happens. Hero has to save the day by mm-hmm. jumping on things. Yeah, I definitely got the most open world map we've seen in a Mario game so far because it's it's a lot like a link between worlds where pretty much right out of the gate you can go to whatever zone you want and that was weird yeah it seems like because if you go when you go up to the top castle it seems like they kind of want you to go in a clockwise fashion Mm -hmm. but if you're feeling frisky I mean skip every one or skip every other one or go counterclockwise or do like the top and the bottom and then the middle or do what I do and do the first one in the set and then skip the second one because you can't find it and then do three through six. Is second one a hippo. star zone? Yeah, yeah hippo that, star that zone. took me a while because I, I went through the part of the hippo and then that was one of the places yeah. I died. And I was like, oh, well, this doesn't even look like it leads anywhere. Fuck it. I'm not going to bother with that. I, I swear the first time I played it, it seemed like it was one of the random bonus levels. And I was yeah. like, oh, I mean, that, that makes sense because there's not a lot of, because usually when you go into the other ones, there's a, another like smaller mini map of the other mm-hmm. levels to play. And I just didn't see anything. It was just the one. Yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> And then it, I, it tricked me. Out of frustration, I just went, I got in a little floaty bubble and just floated across the entire top of everything. And there was a second door. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's about the extent fun. of their trickery. Because, you know, like, usually, in the, like, uh, especially in Super Mario World, the, not the castle, the ghost mansions, mm-hmm. like, there's different options. You go certain doors, certain, certain things. They didn't really do much of that. Like, they kind of tried to, but like, maybe they just didn't have the room on the game. Or it, it was just very well could be put out quicker. But it wasn't really, it's one of the things why it was kind of one of the easier ones that is very much just left to right. I think only one or two involved a vertical component. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the one with gears played around with going yeah. vertical pretty well, but everything else, I like. I think one of the tree ones may have done too, with tree zone levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For its, its, I guess, benefit, that's not right. For its credit, it did have six levels instead of four. Yeah, that was nice. 50% so there, yeah. more, more zone action going on. So, and just. Yeah, I don't know. Really, really diverse zones too. Yeah, which was a lot of fun. And they had different enemies to to, to put in the different zones, mm-hmm. like the angry stars in the the space world. Star one was, <laughs> yeah. was cute. And then the um the ants were back from Super Mario World. Yeah, that was cool to see them show up. And then every now and then they get spiky, which doesn't make a lot of sense for an ant, but yeah, you know, you know. I'll go with it. Yeah, yeah. Seems like they had a lot of newer enemies in this one, specific to those specific or specific to those themed worlds. Mm-hmm. But I noticed a distinct lack of hammer guys, which is probably why it was so easy because I hate those guys. They they are pretty much the the buttholes of the Mario universe. Yeah, like you just got to attack them just full bore because if yeah. you take one second to pause, there's just hammers everywhere. Yeah, none of those guys in this one. I feel like this one more than any other Mario game I played so far had the like just lines for speed running almost like, oh yeah there was so many levels where it was just i did not stop running left to right at all and it just you you hit that pattern and like i i don't know i really liked it it, it made me feel 
very good at yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. I know uh-huh. no. The the final castle, Wario's castle, a lot of that you can just run right through it. Oh yeah, yeah. All the like falling. Yeah, the falling things. You just. I mean, if I stop, it's a hassle. But why bother? Yeah. And same with uh, that the the carrot bunny ear thing. Like it. Oh, the the floaty like. Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't I don't know what those are, but it comes out of a carrot and you get bunny ears. And yeah. Fly, I don't know. It let you skip a a lot just of content. All sorts if you of stuff too. It I, I think just basically completely skipped a couple levels and then was like, oh, yeah. okay, I need to actually play through these and experience it. See, I didn't realize because initially when I uh, first got those, I thought they were like a slower descent to falling. I didn't realize how effective you could just fly. Oh yeah. Because like yeah, in, it's in, like, like Super Mario World, you get a cape, you got to do the, the weird like left right bounce mm-hmm. thing to keep up. This one, this guy, you just hold down A or tap A or something. Oh you yeah, it's like wait, if if you could hold it down, I would be real pissed. I think like, I think I think I, I, I think got to tap it. Thor with that. But like still, like you tap it, you don't necessarily lose a lot of altitude. No, yeah, he it's just like one Mario his for little, like eight screens. Or yeah, something. he just keeps floating his little bunny ears along. Yeah, but the fireball <laughs> made a made a nice comeback. It, yeah, not it, that weird ass one. It doesn't collect coins Mario anymore, one. which I kind of enjoyed just out of sheer laziness. Mm-hmm. But it, it's definitely felt more like a normal Mario fireball. Yeah, yeah. So um, I guess just reviewing its history as par for the course. Uh, came out in Japan first. October 21st of 92, and then really shortly after, November 2nd of 92 here, and then even not that long after, uh, January 28th of 93 in the EU. So they, uh, you know, I guess there's almost no localization to do, which helps a lot. I, I, yeah, I even think the Zelda ones would take a lot longer to Yeah, even even all. Wario's little, um, like, di- dialogue at the end was mostly just weird, warbly noise. Yeah, noise cackles. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, I, pretty... I assume it's a normal Mario development they had. You know, maybe they wanted to focus on something mm-hmm. like the theming, which I can only assume. And then they just yeah, just you know, yeah, go at it. I guess one of the interesting things, just talking about how it felt kind of easy, is when they were you know they they did the internal build and played through it a bunch and thought it was in a nice place, and then took it to their beta testers who thought it was way too challenging. So they actually dialed back the difficulty a fair amount. And I'm curious what the game would have been like if it released in its initial form. Yeah, it is, I find that very strange because it, they were concerned about that with the when they replaced Mario 2 with the lost levels because, mm-hmm. oh, it's too hard, it's too hard. And this one, they dropped it down and it was... Like, how scrubby do they think we are? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I feel kind of bad. And there's one other... Oh, yeah, the other interesting thing, uh, speaking of going back to you talking about how the, the music and sound effects sounded kind of Meh. weird, um, it initially was almost mirrored from Super Mario World with all the, the noises and stuff, but then the, the main composer, uh, Totaka, thought that people would make too much of a connection between Mario World and Mario Land 2 and go, hey, this was a really fun game on my TV, to, oh, man, that, now it's kind of disappointing that it's so tiny. So he purposely altered basically everything to distance itself a bit so you wouldn't make that connection well it worked yeah yeah so i guess you know thumbs up to him yeah and you know as par for the course uh he also slipped his uh to song in there which anything he scored shows up in his game i didn't actually realize that until reading up on this one so now i'm going to try to pay more attention but in uh mario land 2 if you leave it at the game over screen for a couple minutes it starts playing his song oh it shows up in this one okay so that's kind of cool. So had a uh, little Japanese educational video made off of it, which was weird. Came out in 95, had um, segments from a bunch of different video games. And Mario Land 2's had Wario stealing treasure from a school and Mario chases after him. And it teaches kanji somehow. Okay. Not sure. Sure. But there we go. It's like Mario typing and things. 
dude, Mario typing was my jam. That in a Mavis Beacon. Yeah. I, I learned so much from both of them. Yeah, when if we play Mavis Beacon for this podcast? Oh, man. Talk about typing. <laughs> yeah. We... Uh, that's what we need, actually—a a typing spinoff. We could do like Mario, maybe speaking. I'm sure they. I'm sure the they all. I'm sure they all exist. Yeah, I mean they have like the zombie keyboard typing game. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, type the, typing, typing of the dead. Of the dead? Yeah, I think yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> exactly what you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> so what else? Noticeable first, obviously, Wario shows up. He then goes on to be so popular that Mario Land Three is Super Mario Land Three Wario Land. And then there's like, ah, screw it. And number four just becomes Wario Land 2, and they just drop the Mario from okay. it completely. So a little strange. Kind of a Call of Duty progression yeah. numbering there. Um, as we said, first one to break away from the sequential world design. And it, you know, on one hand, I really like it. It's cool being able to approach it however you want. On the other hand, it does kind of have the same problem that I had with Link Between Worlds, where since the developers don't know exactly how you're going to progress, like they can't really build skill into the game with it like oh we'll introduce this thing in world one three and then make a slightly harder version in two five and then you know a really challenging version in six three or something like it's you yeah you have to make it accessible which, route. which might might contribute to why it seems easy to play because yeah. each individual level is its own world one yeah basically but within the confines of that like ah their level design was good like that the, sp- it, honestly it it wasn't until halfway through the space level I realized you could just keep yeah, jumping keep in the air. And yeah. I was like, oh, that apparently has a jetpack and not just low gravity. Okay, that's cool. And even like the, you know, the water levels, like having it in a submarine versus just, yeah, hey, just it's underwater. That's it. Around. Like, it, it was just so much more interesting. And I don't know. Like, I, I was... Yeah, visually, they, they did a lot more. Yeah. I, I was pretty... That part was Predisposed fun. against this game going into it. Yeah. Just because... Mario World is so pretty. And um, dropping back to Game Boy, yeah, which is hard. And it it was a it was a very pleasant surprise. It's weird. It was weird that a collecting coins doesn't give you extra lives. Instead, you just play a you, weird mini game thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really notice that at first because I was looking in them. Because normally there's there's also no scoreboard because mm-hmm. some of the Mario's they have a scoreboard to keep track of it, and the the coins just top out at nine nine nine. Yeah, and then you just don't do anything with them. And then only later I, I stumbled upon the the random like. Uh, roulette yeah. spin the wheel game and I think I spent all 999 coins to win 500 coins it's and I was like that, pretty fancy that's weird alright I'm gonna go <laughs> yeah I don't I don't think I went into there until I was through four of the six worlds also and I was like well that, that might have been nice to know sooner yeah and I feel like I mean I also I, I certainly get spoiled by using the emulator save feature mm-hmm. but I could see uh, younger kids or, or even if you're not very good at video games, that being beneficial because mm-hmm. the boost up of free lives, I assume, and power ups. Yeah, just pretty much. I would once I found that out. Anytime I was running around a small Mario, I'd just go back, do the ten pull, and just keep doing it until I got either rabbit ears or fire flower. I'm like, yeah. cool, okay, nice and easy. Um, I really like that the uh, star star power doesn't bounce around when you hit it, like. It just sits there waiting for you to collect it. That was a nice change because I'm lazy. Yeah, usually it runs runs away from you. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. Like it, it was a short Mario game. There's just not a huge not, amount yeah. to talk about. I did like that. I think in the first Super Mario Land, when you were big or powered up, if you got hit, you automatically went to Small Mario. In this one, it yeah. went to the I think the Super Mario World version, where if you get hit while powered up, you go back to big. That was hit very again. Nice. Yeah, gives you a bit more cushion. Option. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, other than that, um, very good for speedrunning, it looks like. It's pretty active on there. And actually, one of the, the ones that has more speedrunning options than we normally see. Like, any percent glitchless, 
just any percent, which, you know, is two minutes and 46 seconds as you just <laughs> warp through the entire world, basically. Yeah. That was weird. Um, old levels and then any percent small Mario, because, hey, why not? And actually, uh, the same, uh, obviously one guy really likes this game because the same guy is number one for um, glitchless old levels and small Mario version. The so, My Dear Guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah good on him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe it came out in a certain time, you just really liked it, or he just appreciates the fact that it's kind of designed for the speedrunning involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even then, like, the difference between um, just any percent glitchless and all levels is 26 minutes versus 39, so it, it adds some, but yeah, it's really not, not that much more. You have to go through most of the game already, so... Yeah, because to get all the coins, you still have to go, you have to beat each boss. Yeah, yeah, they don't really have the, any you know, warp whistle type things in this. So, hmm. uh, more. I know we keep mentioning the theming and things and making it more fun, but in the turtle world, the when you go to the special level, um, the whale wakes up and starts flopping around and looking at you funny. I don't think I saw that one. Huh? Yeah, that's cool. Just because I went in there the first time and he wasn't doing anything, and then I guess I played it but forgot about it because when I was looking for the the, the space zone when I couldn't find it, mm-hmm. I went back in there and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't like play the boss level again. And so I kind of randomly found one of the side things, and then the the whale started looking at me and flopping around. I oh, was that's like, oh, cool. That's cute. Because I noticed there were a couple um, hidden bonus levels. Yeah, I think yeah. two or three, maybe. Yeah, I think I I found one of them. I think. I think there. At one point, I was in one, and I thought it was the type of level where you just play it until you get whatever you want, and then you do like a start select thing mm-hmm. to bail out of it. Because it was just like repeating. There was a, there was a, a pipe. And a bonus that would rotate from the bunny ears to the fireball flower. Okay. And so I thought, like, you just pick one and then you left. But no, you just keep running through the entire thing. It just huh. gives you a bunch of, like, bonus opportunities and lots of coins to collect. Weird. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, actually, speaking then of um, not being able to replay boss levels, you know, I don't see how you would run through all your lives because I think I ended up with, like, 40-something yeah. of them. <laughs> but it's if you ever did actually die-die and have to do the continue thing, it takes all your coins from you, and you have to rebeat all of those bosses again. Oh, I was wow. like, wow, that's, that's weirdly punishing, Mario. Yeah, for, okay. ha- for a game that's kind <laughs> of on the easier scale, it, it, if you die, it really... It, it just makes really you, yeah. rubs salt in the wound. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. you have any, any final thoughts on it? Any tips or tricks? It might be cause... like, I guess if you're... If you have, maybe for a younger kid, it's a little more suited just because the, the difficulty is kind of lower. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I think it's another one of those Mario, or another one of the, the three games where it's like, yeah, if you if it's around, you can play it, go for it. But I wouldn't go into my way to yeah. like, hunt it down. Yeah, I could definitely see this one being a, oh, you know, you've got your child now and you really want to introduce them to, hey, here's here's daddy's video game history. Yeah. Like, it, it would be a good introduction one. So, yeah, you know, that keep that in mind, I guess. But otherwise, no, don't. Maybe, maybe just skip this one. Yeah, Go watch play a, Mario World again. Yeah, or like watch a speedrun and call it a day. Yeah, and because actually, you know, with the speedrun, you get almost all out of it anyway. So. Yeah, because yeah, especially if you do the the glitchless one, because they have to hit everything. Yeah, I mean, they kind of run around and through some levels, but honestly, playing some of them, I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, this looks boring. Rabbit ears. Yeah, just <laughs> so okay. What do what do we have up next then, Kurt? Uh, still in the Game Boy, which I'm a little worried about, but it's Link's Awakening. I'm tentatively excited because I have, I have pretty good memories of this, so I guess we'll uh, see how that holds up. But I, th- I think it's one of the Links I remember, so I might just be putting too much weight on the Game Boy because again, this is late in the Game Boy's development. Mm-hmm. Four years after uh, the first Game Boy game 
first Super Mario Land came out. So I feel like they probably had some time. It's especially after uh, Link to the Past. They seem to be hitting a better stride on that. So even though it's it's still on the Game Boy, it should be entertaining and better than I expect. Yeah, but I'm still holding my expectations kind of low. It's probably for the best. I'm not going to be super sad to get out of the Game Boy era. And then, actually, we're almost out of the Super Nintendo era, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, two more. So, uh, dig it. So, anyway, that is our show. As always, thank you for listening. Hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash retrofecta, or email us at retrofecta at gmail.com. You know, we'd like to hear what you thought of this game or any of the games we've reviewed. Keep on gaming. Pancake, and then there's egg whites, and now there's a blender involved. Oh, we're adding sugar. That's fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, More mixing. Oh, we're making whipped cream.